Welcome to Sandra Ray's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. You're listening to episode number two. Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Fiercely Spiritual Podcast with Sandra Ray. I'm so glad to have you here today and it's really, it's such a pleasure to be able to share with you these podcast, the information that we're discussing and to really help you grow in your spirituality and your power and to start living the life you love and the life you deserve. And that's really my intention to help you step into your best life and to use the practices and the teachings from these podcasts, from the people that I'm talking to, to really help you to step forward into that life and to accelerate your progress. So today we are talking about igniting your power and last week we were talking about discovering your spiritual superpower and if you haven't listened to that I recommend you go back and listen to that first but today we're talking about igniting your power so there's a slight difference. Discovering your spiritual superpower is all about discovering your gifts, your talents, your innate abilities and the things that you were born to share with others and often we keep them hidden or we don't realize they're even there and we just need to tap back into them. So igniting your power is slightly different and I'm going to share with you today what is your source of power, what exactly that is. I'm going to talk about the big mistake that most people make when it comes to finding their power. Uh, We're going to talk about where you can actually find it and what happens when you give your power away and how to stop doing that. So a lot of stuff to go through and it's going to be really insightful. It's hopefully going to open your mind and help you to step into your power. So first of all, I wanted to talk about the definition of power, what exactly power is. And the dictionary says, well, there's two definitions that it gives. The first is that power is the ability or the capacity to do something or to act in a particular way. Okay, so that's the first definition. It's pretty open, not too specific. It's the ability to do something or to act in a particular way. The second definition that they give is the capacity or the ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Now, I was laughing when I read this second um, definition because, you know, really, when do we have the ability to direct the course of events? When do we have the ability to influence the behavior of others? Of course, we have a little bit of influence and we have a little bit of power to direct the course of the events. But most of the time, we don't have the ability to control others and we don't have the ability to control events. We may think we have and we may effort and strive to control others and to control outcomes and live a life of false control where we think we're controlling others. But ultimately, people have their own free will. And no matter what, no matter how you try to control others or no matter how you try to control events, there's always going to be things that happen outside of what we thought we could control. There's always going to be people who don't want to be influenced by us or controlled by us naturally enough. And if you are pinning your source of power on the ability to influence um, the behavior of others and the ability to control the course of events, 
and you're going to be left feeling pretty powerless because you may be able to do that 10% of the time. Some people may have greater influence and seem to have greater power and they're able to do it maybe 50% or even 80% of the time. But there's never going to be a person where they can control the behavior of others and control the course of events 100% of the time. They may be able to control a few people, but they won't be able to control everybody. Or they may be able to control the course of events to a certain degree, but not every course or every um, element that's influencing the course of events. And of course, I think the, the ultimate power, you know, source or the universe or God, that is God's ability to control the course of events. And, to, and, and of course, God leaves the course of events up to 90% of the time, us, and we have our own choice. We have free will. So God isn't controlling us. So who are we to think that we can control other people? So just want to point out, if you're pinning your source of power on others, then you may be left feeling pretty powerless. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, I want to talk about the big mistake most people make when it comes to finding their power. So again, this comes back to the point number two, when people think that their power lies in controlling others or influencing the behavior of others or events. So when we do that, we are giving our power away because we are relying on something outside of us, some outside factor for our power. We are relying on the behavior of other people. We are relying on circumstances to be a certain way. We are relying on things which are outside our sphere of influence in order to feel that we have some sort of power. And of course, we are never going to be able to control those things and we're going to be left feeling powerless if that's what we're relying on. So when the biggest mistake is to think that your source of power lies in somebody else or some other thing or some person or event or circumstance and where you'll really find your power, which we're going to talk about in a minute, is from within. But what I want to talk about is the mistake that most people make when it comes to being in their power and that's to give their power away. And we can do it by thinking that our power lies in a degree or a qualification or having, you know, some sort of influence on others, thinking that our job or our role is influencing others and we give our power to our jobs. We give our power away in so many ways. We sometimes think that our power lies in the things that we have. If we have a big car or if we have a big house, that that makes us powerful. And of course, it may seem that people who have big cars and big houses, and there's nothing wrong with that, it may seem that they're more powerful. But at the end of the day, all of those things are just material things and they can be destroyed at any time. So what if there was a hurricane or what if there was some natural disaster that destroyed their house and their material goods and their cars and all this and they ended up without a job? Does that mean that that person then has no power? Well, most people actually mistakenly believe 
that they don't have any power when they don't have their high influence job or their big car, the big house and all the things that they've created around them to create this um, image of power, which isn't necessarily true. So that leads us back to the question, where does power come from? And all power comes from within. It is not your job. It is not your material goods. It is not your qualifications. It's not your achievements. It doesn't lie in any of those things. And it's not in other people. And I always think it's funny because I do this as well. And we give our power away in like so many little ways throughout the day. When somebody asks you, you know, what do you want for dinner or what restaurant restaurant do you want to go to? And have you ever turned around and said, oh, I don't mind. And I know I do this all the time, but I'm getting more conscious of when I do it. And immediately, as soon as you say, I don't mind, you are giving your power away. Of course you mind. You don't necessarily want to have certain things for your meal. You don't necessarily want to go certain places, but you're not voicing that. You are not giving your opinion about what you actually want. You're just saying, I don't mind. And part of that is because it's easier to give your power away, to give the other person power to make a choice. And of course, then if they make a choice that we don't like, we can blame them. We don't have to blame ourselves because we haven't made that choice. So the responsibility isn't on us. It's not on our shoulders. And it's all those little things up to, you know, big decisions that we make. But when we take responsibility for our decisions and for our choices, that's when we suddenly feel a bit, little bit vulnerable because it's like, oh, well, what if I make the wrong decision? Or what if I make the wrong choice and things turn out bad? Or what if it doesn't go the way I planned? Whereas it's much easier to defer the choice or decision to somebody else. And then if things don't work out, you can blame that person and said, well, you know, this wasn't my fault. I didn't do this. You made that choice. This is your fault. So taking responsibility, I think, is part of reclaiming and owning our power. And when you give your power away, when you keep deferring your choices and giving your choices to other people to make those choices for you, you are taking the power out of your own life. You are, you, you're not just becoming disempowered, you are losing all control of your life because suddenly you're depending on other people to make, control, to make decisions for you. And they then start having control over your life. They start making decisions on your behalf and it can spiral very quickly. It can turn into something where you get used to giving your power away to maybe a certain person or a company or something outside of you. And then suddenly you don't feel that you are worthy of taking your power back. You feel it's this um, insidious um, feeling of a lack of self-worth because you're always giving your power away you then feel well I'm not worthy to make decisions or I'm not worthy to be in my power I'm not worthy for to have this amount of power and that really makes us feel not just disempowered but it makes us feel lacking in some way and in our hearts we know that we are immensely powerful we are immensely 
powerful and able to do and be so much but when we keep giving our power away even those small little decisions that we make each day in each moment that chips away a little bit at our power at our self-worth at our degree to which we can influence our lives and suddenly we end up living this life where other people are making decisions the company that we work for is making decisions for us the people in our lives are telling us how we should live. And then we start getting resentful because other people are saying, oh, well, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. And you start thinking, well, who are they to tell me what to do? But you are responsible for them telling you what to do because you keep giving your power to those people. And those people suddenly, when you don't like it, it's like, well, you always say to me, I don't mind, or you make the decision for me. Why now are you feeling resentful of me doing this? when you've been relying on me for so long. So does that make sense? It's the little decisions that we make each day. It's not being in the state of control. It's not being in the state of feeling you have to control events and circumstances. And it's not relying on outside influences or forces like qualifications or uh, the things we own or the people around us to make decisions for us and not relying on those things to feel powerful. It's knowing that you are all powerful, that your power comes from within and that nothing can take that power away from you except for yourself if you choose to give your power away. So how do you start stepping into your power? How do you start realizing that your power lies within and really claiming that power? And the first step really is to trust in yourself, to begin trusting in your decisions, to begin knowing that deep inside the, the answers that you're seeking lie within you. And those answers will always be there for you if you go within. So the answers which are going to lead you on the best path on the life of your dreams are the ones from, that come from within. It's not the answers that you'll get from Google. It's not the answers you'll get from other people. And it's not the answers that you'll get through books or anything else. It's, of course, you can turn to other people. You can turn to books. You can turn to other things outside of yourself when you need help and when you decide that you need to ask for help. And in a sense, that's being in your power as well. But there's a difference between choosing to ask for help and giving your power away. So the difference is when you choose to speak with other people about a decision you, that you've made, it's not relying on them to make the decision for you. It's weighing up all your options and then going back within to decide, okay, well, I'm going to make the decision now. I've talked to others who are maybe in a position to advise me. And some people might have information that I need that I don't currently have. So I'm choosing to seek those people out. But ultimately, I know that the power to make the decision and the right choice lies within me. And I'll go within and listen to my intuition, listen to my heart, listen to my guides to see what they have to say. And again, you know, listening to your guides is a wonderful way to get direction and to get clear but we don't give our power away to our guides or our angels. 
we don't rely on them to make decisions for us. We always come back to ourselves. And this is so important because the ability to give power away comes up in so many forms. And we might think, oh, well, I'll hand over the decision to my angels or to my guides because they know. And of course they know, and they know what's right for us, but they will not make the decision for us. They will lead us down the right direction, but ultimately we always have the choice. We have to exercise our free will and we have to go within and start trusting in what we feel inside rather than going to other people or going to books or going to anything else to make decisions for us. So it's knowing that we can seek help, we can be proactive in getting clarity on something, but ultimately decision is always down to us and we can always go back to our own wisdom that is always within us to make that decision and that we have the power. So it's a practice that has to be done from moment to moment. As I said, you know, it's so simple to turn around to somebody and say, oh, I don't mind when they ask you to make a decision or make a choice. And sometimes we feel that when we say, oh, I don't mind that we're being courteous or that we are being nice by not hurting the other person or, defend, or um, offending them in any way. And that's really just a fear-based decision. It's fearing that the other person will be hurt or will feel left out or will want something else. And by us saying, I don't mind, we feel that we're giving the other person more choice, which really isn't the case. When we say, I don't mind, we're not giving other people more choice. We're just taking away from our choices and our power. And of course, if somebody says, you know, where do you want to go for dinner? What restaurant do you want to go to? We can always say, well, I'd like to go to this one or this one or this one. What would you like? And discuss it rather than just saying, I don't mind and leave the decision up to them. So there's always ways that we can be in our power whilst also being accommodating to others and to those around us, not being in our power so that we can snub others or not being in a place where it's our way or the highway. That's not what it's about at all. And that's not being in our power that is trying to exert control, which goes back to the second definition which we, we talked about when we're trying to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. So again, that's not what it's about. It's being brave enough to trust the decisions that are coming from within and knowing that they'll always lead you in the right direction, knowing that when you go within, when you even spend a moment to just take a few breaths and just to feel your way into your decision, what's your body telling you? What's your intuition, your gut telling you? And just knowing that that answer will just rise to the surface if you allow it. But when you give your power to others to make that decision for you, you will never get that answer that's the right one for you because other people don't have the right answer. Only you have the right answer. So I hope that makes it a little bit clearer. So when it comes to igniting your power, the best thing to do is to go within and to stop deferring choices and decisions and to really trust that your own internal intuitive wisdom is the best thing for you and that your answers and your direction doesn't lie in things outside of you, it lies within. So I enjoyed 
chatting with you today and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to the next episode which will be coming next week. Talk to you then. Mm-hmm.